0: Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right-hander, lets it go It's right down Broadway Dionisio lets it fly and, and i Oh, it's rolling. raining now Hello and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski.
1: And I'm Jeremy Dionisio.
0: And this is going to be our famous over-under episode where (laughs) we talk about uh, predictions for the coming season, whether guys will uh, be over or under a certain number, whether Jeremy and I will do over or under a certain number of things uh, as far as the podcast goes this season. And we have a new edition to uh, uh, the show this year We have an over-under for the bus uh, Last year we didn't know how much Of an impact that was going to have So this year the bus has all its, all, all its own section um, But before that uh, It's episode 195 So Jeremy who is your episode Who is your 195 guy
1: um, Alright Jack uh, <clears throat> So for my 195 guy I went with 195 homers And I feel like this is another guy Who, was, like, who surprisingly hit 195 home runs uh, But I went with Jay Bell
0: Oh yeah. He, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like the uh, type of guy who would hit that many or play for 17 years.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, 18, I I got 18 years or here.
0: 18. Yeah. I just saw 86 to Oh three, but yeah. Uh, 18 years, my goodness.
1: Um, so yeah, he had, he had 38 home run home runs in 1999 with the diamondbacks. I mean, I don't know if this guy was juicing, like, so the, if anyone doesn't know, remember Jay Bell, I mean Google Jay Bell, but like he he is he is such a he's 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 just pr- definitely on the all nerdy team, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um he was he he did wear glasses for some years too. Um a lot of the most of his pictures he's not wearing glasses. I can't remember exactly. I think he wore glasses at some time at some point with the D-backs. Maybe that's maybe he wore glasses year he hit 38 homers. Uh. But, um but yeah like he was he, he played on a bunch of different teams but like I, I remember Jay Bell well. Um I uh, started off with the Indians, um played a bulk of his career with the Pirates in the early uh to like the the early to mid 90s. Um one year with the Royals and then kind of played played 5 years at the end of his career with the D-backs. One he was on the O1 d backs World Series champs and then I don't remember at all his last year with the the Mets um wasn't very it wasn't a very good year either um his last two years were, were kind of rough um, and truncated I don't know if he was injured or what but but yeah so from 95 to uh, 2001 um those were like that's kind of like he's going into his like his 30s he hit double digit homers. He had a 16 homer year in 91 as a 25 year old. Um but yeah, I don't really know what what happened there. I don't I wasn't paying that close. I you know, I wasn't old enough to pay that close of attention to it. I don't know if he like was one of those guys who maybe just kind of tried to hit for average and then tried to like boost his power numbers or legitimately he was juicing, I don't know, but um he doesn't look like the kind of guy who would juice, but uh yeah, 195 homers. Um he uh, won a gold glove in 93. I uh, also won the silver slugger for uh, probably second base. Um, I don't know if he played second base or short in uh, 93, but uh, he was a middle infielder. Um, he was also the eighth overall pick in the 1984 draft out of high school by the Twins. Um, so I don't know how he, I wonder if it says how he got to, yeah, he was traded by the Twins um, with a player to be named later, Kurt Wardle and Jim Weaver. Uh, to the Indians for Burt Blyleven. Okay, that's interesting. He was he was traded for Burt Blyleven. Um so yeah, so that's uh he was also um, traded by the Pirates with Jeff King uh, to the Royals. Um I don't even, for Joe Randa, I guess. I'm not even sure who headlined that trade. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, you know, he, uh, that's been in two interesting trades in his career. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure what else to say about Joe Jay Bell, uh, other than he was on the that 01 D backs team with, with a bunch of like kind of guys who were just vets, I guess, seasoned vets.
0: Yeah, sure. I think Craig Council was on that 01 Diamondbacks team too, right?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I believe so. Um, Mark Grace, Luis uh, Gonzalez, Matt Williams, um, yeah, a lot of guys like that.
0: Yeah, um, uh, you know, it's it's weird. Jay Bell also in 1990 and 91 uh, led the league in sac- led the major leagues in sacrifice hits both years. He had 39 sacrifice hits in 1990, and th- yeah, that, that's like eight full games of sacrifice hits if you got five <laughs> at bats each game. Uh he also had 30 sacrifice hits in 1991. That's a lot of sacrifice hits. It is. My god. Um I,
1: maybe that's why he went off like he he went into like a double digit home run guy. He's like, man, <laughs> fuck all the sacrificing. Like I want I want to hit some bombs.
0: Yeah. Um it's definitely you're right, an anomaly though. Um in 97 and 98, he had 21 and 20 homers. Uh those were the most he ever had outside of that 38. So, it's weird when you get guys like that or or Brady Anderson um just a, a guy who had one really big breakout year i think rick wilkins was another guy like that um so mm-hmm. yeah you just wonder what happened uh, what was going on with that guy for that one year um he definitely did not show a, he had one year 91 where he hit 16 home runs but in about his first 10 years he never hit double digits so uh yeah that's a that's a puzzling one um i don't know like yeah where that power came from i remember him too um he, i was uh a pirates like i liked the pirates when I was a kid, I liked Jeff King too. So that uh, that that that's a big trade. I think King was went one one uh, overall. I can't remember what draft it was, but uh, the Pirates, you know, they traded two everyday guys for Joe Randa, who may have been a Wisconsin a Wisconsin boy. I'm not sure, but um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to verify that. But uh, yeah, Jay Bell, uh, uh, you know, not gonna lie, Jeremy, I, I hadn't thought of Jay Bell uh, probably since before we started this podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I um I don't know um when the last time I thought of him was, but uh yeah, I just um I knew him well from those those Pirates teams. He didn't to me feel like a Cubs killer on those mm-hmm. teams, but um he was just a guy who was around all the time and like he does look like I mean like a like a math teacher, like a like a a grade school math teacher maybe, sure. like you yeah. know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but um yeah, definitely, like, a mild-mannered-looking guy. It looks like he kind of, like, maybe coaches now or did coach at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see when this is from. He managed the – um that that is it the Houston Trash – the Rocket City Trash Pandas?
0: Oh, the Trash Pandas. Yeah, I've always wanted to get one of their hats.
1: Yeah, I can't tell what year this is from, though. Um, oh Yeah, 2020, so I don't know if he's still their manager, but um, – yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe we might see him one day.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that would that would be great to get his autograph. He's got a uh, he's got a couple cool uh, old cards, which uh, which I wouldn't mind getting signed. There would be plenty um, to
1: choose from, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well that's a that's a good one, Jeremy J. Bell.
1: J. Bell, there you go. I I, I still can't believe that he had 195 homers, but no, uh, go figure.
0: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, all those guys who played in the '90s. All right. Um, okay. So shall we get to our over unders?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Okay, this is, uh, yeah. One we've been looking for forward, uh, forward to for a while. Real quick before we get into it, Jack, I was going to say this um, right after your, your opening spiel, but to go back to the bus um, autos episode uh, or the bus autos category, um, I think last year we had an over under of two and a half autographs or something.
0: Oh God, we had no idea what we were in for.
1: Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't know that that would become the new theme of the of the podcast, basically. But. <laughs> Three three point five, uh, oh, autographs God. received from MLB games. So um, it's nothing.
0: Yeah, we would we would have been angry to walk to walk away with uh, under three point five in these first two sessions, and we were.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um. Okay, so uh, I think the Cubs is a, as good a place to start as any for these. Um. So our very first one. Uh, it's a controversial one. It's uh, uh, It involves Miles Mastroboni overall plate appearances. Um, always good to pick a guy who you think is not going to get many. Um, I think Chris Owings was one in previous years, but this is more yeah. personal because it was with the Cubs. So, uh, yeah, Miles Mastroboni, the over-under on this, is 21 plate appearances for the whole season. Uh, right now he has 17 current plate appearances. Um, so Jeremy, just to be specific, this is plate appearances with the Cubs. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. with the Cubs. Not not that anyone, not that he would roster with anybody else in the in the <laughs> league. Anyway, but um,
1: I can see the White Sox signing him. probably,
0: obviously, <laughs> but, Yeah, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Um, okay, so yeah, that's a that's a real good one. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under on this um so i'm yeah. i'm going to say that i i don't think he's going to play again for them um mm-hmm. and hey if he starts one more game for that team that's a disgrace
1: yeah it, it is um you know a, what a real disgrace is is that uh nelson velasquez hit that game tying grand slam last week and then Miles Mastroboni was starting in right field the next day, and uh, Vasquez, Velasquez never got another at bat after that game, and they sent him down. So, are you serious? Yeah, so he's in the he's back at, at Iowa right now. So thanks thanks for nothing. Um, yeah, anything is possible with with David Ross. I do like that he's been getting criticized lately um, for some moves, uh, mostly for like his his pitching uh, moves, but. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, it's scary to give him, like, the, uh, that, that, like, that, that piece of Master Bone, if you want to call him a piece. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, uh, it's just a matter of, like, if he gets called back up again. Um, I'm going to, I was thinking the under as well, Jack. I just don't, Mm -hmm. I just don't see, like, how he can play another game for this team. Um, they're already talking about you know moving on from some of the vets, and so we'll get into that um, shortly. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think um, I'm going I'm going on the under on that one as well.
0: Nice. Uh, uh, well, that's good. Um, uh, okay, and yeah. You, so since you said we're going to talk about it, um, I was going to bring up Christopher Morel, Mur- but why not save it for uh, for this one? Um, the uh, uh, combined games played for Matt Mervis and uh, Christopher Morel, Mash Mervis uh, and Morel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the over-under is 240. Uh, that's that's a good number. Um, yeah. Hmm, I'm going to let you go first on this one. What do you think?
1: Um, Yeah, so I'm going to take the over on this. Okay. I'm going to, you know, choose to be optimistic here. Yep. Um, so, yeah, just as I was alluding to, I feel like there's already, like, I, I've already seen multiple articles about the Cubs maybe getting ready to move on from, from Hosmer. Um, Hosmer is someone we'll be talking about late, uh, later, um, could have been in this category, but, uh, we put him uh, in a different category, which we'll, we'll, we'll explain why later, but, um, but yeah, like, you know, I think, I think Mervis will probably end up getting more games played than Morrell. Um, but it seems to me like, I mean, they did at least call up Velasquez once. Um, and it seems to me like. I, I have a feeling that both guys will be up sooner than later. Um, enough time for them to both get, like, you know, roughly 120 games played uh, mm-hmm. each. Uh, I think even Mervis – think Mervis could get maybe more than that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to take the over on this.
0: Cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think uh, – so, right now, what, the Cubs are in game number 15, is that mm-hmm. right, or uh, it's uh, what are they eight and six or six and eight or something like that? I um, eight and six.
1: Eight and six, yeah. Yeah,
0: great. So uh, that means there's 148 games to go. So for for these guys to get over um, 140, I guess it would they'd have to get called up this week. Uh, hmm. You know, uh, just to be a contrarian, I'll I'll take the under. Um, it th- so to to get have for Mervis to get playing time because they have Mancini who I guess can play outfield but uh, and also Hosmer, um, they basically need to get rid of Hosmer to bring up Mervis. Do you, is that yep. correct? Yeah. So um, probably uh, man, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take the under because I feel like they're not gonna move on from him for another couple of weeks. But uh, okay, that that's just my reasoning. Uh, from what I read, Mervis is is really mashing in AAA, isn't he?
1: he is and his his walk rate is up too which is good.
0: Yeah. Um I was also looking at Morell's triple A stats and the the guys hitting 378 with like a bunch of home runs and RBIs um yeah. like you know there's no there's no reason for that guy to be down there. Um stupid. Yeah, I, I was looking at his stats and I mean he struck out like hundred and thirty seven times in three hundred and seventy nine official at bats last year, I didn't realize Morrell was striking out that much. Mm-hmm. I guess he was, but that that was their justification for sending him down. but he also hit sixteen home runs and he he hit he hit two thirty five which for for that league last year was good um or yeah. at least average, and he played like five different positions. He played like fifty games in center field. I think the guy could play right field if they needed him to so um yeah, it's yeah. Just, just kind of, a, a I think, a bonehead move. Also, like, you know, you're trying to sell tickets. Nobody's coming to games to see Miles Master Boney. And Christopher Morell was one of the most popular players at the Cubs Con. I, I know that's not a great reason to have a guy up, but mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a guy who could be the face of your franchise. And he's, he's better than a lot of the guys, than like at least two of the guys on your roster.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's there's I, I yeah I'm not even gonna list all the reasons why it's stupid. It's just it's it's all right there. If you watch any Cubs baseball, you know why it's a stupid situation. Um, I think um, uh, uh I lost my point really, but oh no, I was gonna say I've I've watched I've seen Trey Mancini playing first base, and God, it's not good. Like he's, <laughs> I, he, there's just nowhere you can play the guy on the field. Like I. It just you know that that's that's bad. They they need to like not have that happening. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it just it doesn't make sense. I mean, like if you want to keep them down for a little bit longer, like um, it, it, I don't know if they're doing it for some sort of like clock arbitration clock or what. Uh, but like they just need he needs to come up like when it's like when he needs to come up and that some some should say some would say that that would have been opening day but it's it's definitely getting pretty late uh for him to have, to still be down
0: there sure definitely um so yeah that that'll be interesting to see how that one plays out uh this year um and even in the next couple of weeks uh okay our next our next one is uh David Ross bullpen mismanagements um the the uh it's 5.5 folks uh so yeah, I'm going to take the over for this one. The question I have for you Jeremy is 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 it is it a mismanagement if it works?
1: <laughs> that's a good that's a good uh, uh question. Um um I don't know, Jack. I mean like I would say uh, usually the answer is no. Uh-huh. Um you know, people don't like people forget about it if it sure. works. Um but I don't know. I mean like there was um You know, to go back to that game, we we reference this game a lot, especially for one that was pre-podcast. But when we saw Chris Bryant hit that walk-off homer against the the Rockies in 2015, I believe, right? Yeah, yep. Um, You know, they they lost. They were only in that situation because Jason Mott came in the game and, like, I think blew the save. Yes. So, and as the ball was sailing over the fence, I was swearing at, like, about – about Jason Mott. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, that would be, that would count. I think a situation like that would count as a yes. Yeah. Because like they, yeah, because of that situation. So maybe, maybe that's a way way We can split the difference, like an obvious one. And then one where like, it causes like, you know, extra innings or an extra at bat or something you know we'll count those but maybe the ones that that you know are forgotten are forgotten also because we might miss some of them along the way yeah
0: no you're right um so i think we have a good distinction just in the first two games we've been to so that first one when he left Assad in for that second inning yes. uh, and then they lost the game clear that bullpen would... mismanagement the second yes. game we went to he had michael fulmer pitch the eighth and the ninth innings when he definitely had fresh arms to pitch the night so it's like that that's a move where he could definitely leave himself open to criticism if if Fulmer would have blown that game in the ninth. Yeah. Um, but you know he he didn't, so it, it worked out.
1: But there was another one where I think he I think he he left Drew Smiley out for an extra inning, mm-hmm. and uh, he gave up like three runs or something, and and it ended up costing costing them the game. So he I in my book he has two already. Uh, for the season, so
0: yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, Christ, they've only played fourteen games. You know, what's uh, what's one divided by seven? It's it's a higher percentage than you'd want for this early in the season. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's question, it's suspect. So I think five and a half is a pretty uh, reasonable estimation. Um, I will, for the sake of uh, for the sake of of interest, Jack, I'll take the under. Um, although, like the the pessimist in me um, thinks that it'll be
0: over. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, But I'm on the record uh, for under. All right. Uh, So, yeah, Hayden Wesneski, um, uh, the over-under for his ERA for the season, uh, 450. Um, So right now uh, it's at an unremarkable 750, which is, I think, much higher than anyone would uh, would like. Um, uh, That's a good one. I'll let you go first for this one.
1: Yeah, it's only been two starts, you know. So mm-hmm. there's that. But but the last game uh, where he gave up a bunch of runs against the Mariners, he actually would have had more. I was watching that game, and they they went back and made a scoring change, which gave him. I think it took him from like seven earned runs to like two or something. Like, okay. So he his, his ERA should actually believe it or not be higher than seven fifty. Um. So I don't know. I mean, you know, four fifty is a high ERA. Um, the, I think the Cubs and Cubs fans are expecting him to be. We're expecting him to be a guy who would end the season with an ERA lower than 4.50. Um, it's not. He's not so far gone that he can't get back to that number without you know just a couple good outings. So I think it's possible. Um, this is a, this is a tough one for me. I, I can talk through all that, but then having to get give my guess is kind of a, a tough one. Um, I I I think that he's a better I think he's a better pitcher than four and a half runs per game for per nine innings. So I'm sure. going to say the, I'm going to take the under on it.
0: Okay, wonderful. Um, yeah, good. Uh, you know, Jeremy, I, I'm going to take the over for this one, and and here's why. Uh, I I fear that like the same thing is going to happen to him that happened to Caleb Killian last year. Although, um, you know, I, I just don't know that Killian was really ready to see the majors. But I, I don't. I'm not sure how many more starts they're going to give Wesneski right now if, he's, if he keeps struggling. Mm-hmm. Is Adrian Sampson in the minors?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he's with AAA.
0: Sure. So I feel like if he has another bad start or two, they may send Wesneski down um, mm-hmm. just, to, just to work on some things. And, uh, you know, maybe he'll get back this year. Maybe he won't. Uh, I guess it depends if the Cubs remain over 500. Um, maybe they'll move him to the bullpen if he does come back or have him be a long reliever. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I do think if he has another rough couple outings, he's gonna uh, he's gonna get sent down, which will uh, affect his ability to have his ERA go down, um, his major league ERA. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take the the over for that one.
1: Okay, that's pretty sound reasoning. Yeah, they they have a they actually have some pitching depth too. Mm-hmm. They actually have another guy. I mean, they 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 still have Killian. They have Sampson. They could use Thompson, Keegan Thompson, or Alzoi. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a guy who's who's kind of scratching at the door, Ben Brown, who came over in the David Robertson trade. The 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 um track record of Wisniewski and uh Killian might actually force the Cubs to kinda of keep Brown down longer than than maybe they would have otherwise. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with all that. But yeah, that is true. I think that they can um and would move uh move him down uh, if definitely if he has like another catastrophic start for sure
0: yeah uh, definitely um uh, okay uh, so our next one is uh, Cody Bellinger um, so uh, the over unders for Cody Bellinger uh, we had uh, over under 250 25 home runs and uh, 75 RBIs. Um, so right now he's at uh, 245. Uh, with three home runs and ten RBIs. Uh, -hmm. so, um, I guess I'll go first for this one. You know, I think he's gonna hit the over for um, uh, for all uh, all three, Jeremy. Um, I, I really do. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that you know it. We we were criticizing him a lot after the first game we went to, but he's had a good series in he had a good series in LA and I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that was just because he was more fired up <laughs> to be back there. It doesn't really seem like there was any animosity between the Dodgers and him, but he, maybe he just wanted to play well in Dodger stadium, yeah. but you know, three home runs, 10 RBIs and a two forty five average. I think for the first, uh, you know, two, three weeks of the season, the Cubs, the Cubs would take that all day from him if that's what yeah. they thought they were going to get. So, uh, I think he can do a little bit better than that. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the over on all three for that one.
1: Okay, sounds good. I will say, Jack, you should keep in mind that the reason why he probably had a good series in L.A. was because he had his own car and his and his own home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Did did we did we expound on that enough on last week's episode? I I can't remember.
0: uh, Yeah, I think I think we talked about it. Yeah.
1: Um, The what we're referencing is Josh and his two buddies. Um, speculating on if Cody Bellinger has like his a nice car back home in L.A. or whatever, and Jack too. Jack
0: was part of that conversation. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, I was, I was there.
1: So, yeah. um, so yeah, there's that. Um, so, um, th- yeah, these are this is an, these are interesting numbers, Jack. I would say I'm gonna. Oh man, um, I'm gonna take an under here. Okay, it's just a matter of which one I'm gonna take. I think. I think I'm going to go over on average, over 250 on average. I'm going to go, um, no, you know what? Okay, Jack, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go under on average, under 250. Mm -hmm. So under on average, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to push on home runs. I think 25 sounds pretty good, Yeah. which might be harder than picking the over, the under, um, is, is pushing. Uh, and then I'm going to go over on RBI.
0: Excellent. Um, yeah, but Cody Bellinger is just such a wild card. Um, from year to year, you never know what you're going to get from him. Uh, I mean, the last two or three years have just been garbage. But, um, you know, that's that's part of why baseball is exciting, because you don't know. Uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. But I, I like that. I think that's our first ever push, Jeremy. I don't think I, we've ever – But, yeah, you, you know, I, you're right. 25 does sound good, though.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to feel too bad. It's it's It seems kind of like a cop-out, but um, – but uh, just for the sake of having the first push in this in this episode of uh, ah. history, I'm going to go for it.
0: Sure. Uh, excellent. Um, okay, uh, so let's move on to the White Sox. Um, so we right. have our first over-under here. I think we had this one last year, too, as Luis Robert and <laughs> we did. Eloy Jimenez. I, I think we hit it right on the nose, too. But it was uh, Luis Robert and Eloy Jimenez combined games played 210. Um, uh, yeah. th- 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 there was also D- the option for DL stints, 2.5 i i i liked i like the games played one i, I like this this All one right. maybe could be a tradition for us so let's let's, let's do that, that do that one um jeremy uh i'll i'll let you go first for this one
1: i i feel that's a tough you're you're putting me in a tough spot jack ha. uh leading off on this one but um uh so let's see robert robert has played i don't know if he's played i think he did sit one game but he hasn't mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't been injured yet um he is at uh um 15 games played and then, um, Eloy just came back from a brief IL stint. He is at eight games played. So, um, ah, man, I mean, we, this is, this one is just like diabolical because it's like, if you somehow pick the over, you're an idiot. It's like, (laughs) it's like, why did you ever think that they were going to go over? Like, what you thought that this was going to be the year that they didn't get hurt. Um, sure. I, I I think, I don't know if I talked about it in the off season, but I did like, you know, I, I had the option of keeping both of these guys in my dynasty fantasy league. And uh, I did, I kept them both. Um, so I, you know, it is again in my best interest for them to stay healthy. Um, that number should not be a tall number for these two guys that's a, that's an average of 105 games each mm-hmm. i mean that is that is allowing for like a dl stint from both of them so i'm gonna say the over i'm like the fact that robert isn't injured yet um i'm gonna i'm gonna hope that that means that he'll, he'll remain uninjured um and you know if alloy goes on the IL once they should still hit 210 so i'm gonna go over
0: nice um yeah i uh jeremy I'm gonna take the over on this one too um I, I think just in terms of d l stints also joan moncada is is hurt right now or or was hurt um, I'm not sure if he played today, I think Tim Anderson is sidelined, so yeah pick pick you know any one of those four guys, just the usual suspects they're all they're all always hurt um you know, throw Michael Kopeck in there as well uh it's just uh, throw garrett uh crochet in there um it's just uh, just a mess so uh but yeah i, I you know, you said you think. You know, who knows if this is the year? I think maybe this is the year one of them stays healthy. Maybe that's Robert, which means the other guy only needs to play about sixty to eighty games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over on this, assuming one of those guys. You know, probably Luis Robert is maybe gonna stay healthy the whole year.
1: Yeah, I I, I like that. I like that that rationale.
0: Cool. Um. Uh. All right. So overheard at a White Sox game. Uh, so, uh, we should have kept Abreu, some form of a White Sox fan lamenting that they no longer have Jose Abreu, who some White Sox fans are even lobbying for him to get a statue, which I think is maybe a little much for a, a guy whose team never won a playoff series. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm going to take the, o- so the over under is 1.5 on that, uh, Abreu laments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take the over on that one. I, I think we're definitely going to hear, going to hear something this year about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely, I I think the over is a slam dunk on this one. (laughs) I, I maybe would have pushed that number. I think five and a half would be a good number for that one. Honestly, the only thing that, like, you know, would, like, give me any pause is, like, we've gone to less White Sox games over the last, like, two years. True. I think because we're just chasing a lot of autographs at the Cubs games, and the tickets have been cheaper. Yep. Um, but, and the red line is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: easier to get to Cubs games, for sure. Yeah.
1: So, so, for all those reasons. So, we might not, you know, we're, we're just giving ourselves less total chances. Um, but, yeah, I'm going over on that one for
0: sure. Sure, man, especially if we see the White Sox play the Astros this year. Like, we'll we'll triple the over at that game alone. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes. especially because the White Sox will probably be well under 500 by that point. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, another good one, um, another one that's probably a slam dunk, uh, is, is times Usher doesn't let us into the lower deck when we try to go there. So, uh, basically, the gist of this is that an Usher has to prevent us from getting into the lower deck um, if we try. And I, I should I should uh do an asterisk here. We could get rejected by one usher, but then we um, <laughs> we, we can like just go to another one and if we still get in, which has happened before, uh, we're good so that doesn't okay. count. Okay. Um, so uh, the the over under for that is point five. I'm gonna take the uh, the under on that I don't think I don't think we've ever truly been stopped and I don't think it's I don't think this is gonna be the year that it happens.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, definitely. Like, if we, um, you know, it, if if it comes down to the or, well. Okay, so we've done. I've done the the photoshopping of the tickets. Sure. Um, there's been a couple times where like we've gotten in a pickle where like the barcode won't scan. So that that has like kind of given us kind of some like, uh, you know, some some uh, uh, nail biting moments. Um, but there you you assume tra- like, uh, uh, you know, uh, attendance will be down. I will say we haven't gone to a White Sox game yet. So we don't know if there's maybe some extra step of, uh, you know, uh, enforcement in there. Sure. But also like be- knowing what we know, the odds are it probably isn't. Right. Um, so all of that, all of that uh, in play. Um, having it set at zero point five means that it just has to happen once. <laughs> so I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over on this because okay. maybe there will be a day where like it somehow the, the it. I try to obscure the barcode when we do this so that the barcode won't even pull up something. But like one time I like fucked around with the barcode and it still brought up the real ticket, like sure. info. And it's like, Oh, this says 500 level. And the Photoshop ticket said 100 level. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like that part, like maybe, um, you know, I don't know, something could happen there. So I'm, I'm, I'm allowing for maybe one time. You know, at least. Yeah, we, so.
0: we run into we run into a super employee. Or like Rick Hahn is working the, the booth that day. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, uh, all right, excellent. Um, the next one I have is I want to do one for, like, ejections. Um, uh, so I, I put Lance Lynn ejections. The over-under is at .5. So, again, it has to happen once. I don't know if you remember last year, Jeremy. I think it was last year or two years ago. It might have been two years ago. But oh, yeah. Lance Lynn, like he they, he didn't let the umpire check his stuff after the inning so then like the umpire asked him for it and like Lancelyn took off his belt and threw it up from the dugout which is pretty right. funny and then the umpire rejected him um i was going to maybe pick tim anderson ejections because you could put that at like 3.5 and mm-hmm. the over would still be easy but i feel like tim anderson ejections are just kind of sad like Tim Anderson just gets so angry um and then like you know it's just and he ends up getting suspended and it's just it's not good so i put Lance Lynn cuz usually if if he's going to get ejected um uh you know it's it's probably going to be funny and uh it's it seems like it's harder for pitchers to get ejected from games uh, it happens less so i put uh, i put Lance Lynn ejections at over under 0.5 so that means it only has to happen once i do think like just with all the frustration that's going to build up if the Sox continue to suck uh, that he will somehow get ejected from a game, maybe one he's not even pitching in. But I, I think he's going to get ejected at least once this year. So I'm going to take the over.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, I was, Wasn't was there a game where someone got thrown out from the dugout and we didn't know who it was until later or something?
0: Yes, and I think it was the Sox bench coach. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it wasn't Larusa, but it was like Miguel Castro, I think, got thrown would... out. But there was definitely a game we attended. It might have yeah. been the Yankees game.
1: Miguel Cairo, um, yes. Yeah, that, okay. So, I feel like it's pretty rare to see a pitcher get ejected from a game, um, except for maybe like Roger Clemens or something. Um, but, yeah, um, that's an interesting one because it's like he could get ejected from a game where he's not starting for arguing. So
0: Yes, Absolutely.
1: So that could happen. I'm going to take the under on this, Jack, just because of the overall rarity. Um, sure. But it is Lance Lynn, so you know, who knows. <laughs> so he could, like, get ejected because, like, the guy says, like, he doesn't like fried chicken or something. Like, <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm going to take the under, though, Great. ultimately.
0: Excellent. Um, okay, last one for the Sox. Uh, we have Jake Berger um over under 19.5 home runs so currently he has four and eight games uh which is uh which is quite a lot um i also have to just do the gene honda thing jake burger uh so it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a classic gene honda uh name to say um but not yeah 19.5 home runs so i think uh i am going to take the uh the over for this one um you know, they, they don't have any reason not to keep him on the roster. They're like platooning him and ben Sh- uh, uh, Gavin Sheets, which is not really a platoon to be super excited about if you're a White Sox fan, but whatever, it's happening. Um, I have faith that Jake Berger can hit 20 home runs, so I'm going to take the over.
1: Um, Yeah, that would be great for him if he hit that many. Um, yeah. I, I do like Jake Berger. Um, is he starting at third base right now with Moncada out?
0: I think they they've played him at some third base. He might have been DHing the other day, um, but you know okay. he, he's definitely a guy like Mancini where like you see him in the field and it's not good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I um. Yeah, I mean, I I will say that like it seems like very little has to go wrong. For him, or like very little has to change for him to not get enough opportunities Sure. To hit nineteen uh, to hit twenty homers. Um, but it seems like these these days guys can hit twenty homers, um, with very little issue. Right. Um, I'm gonna go under on this one. Um, because I could see something happening, like. They do have, like, like when Mancata comes back, I'm not sure where Berger plays. And, like, yeah, they have – I haven't been watching or paying attention to any White Sox baseball this year so far. So like <laughs> But they, they have Benintendi. They have Luis Robert. They have Eloy. And they have Oscar Colas. And then they also have uh, Gavin Sheets and uh, um, uh, Berger. So, like, I feel like there's not room for all those guys, ultimately. So – I, maybe Jake Berger does get squeezed out before the season like is over so um I'm gonna say the under just for just for the un, uncertainty of it all
0: excellent um very good uh, okay so our last team stuff before we move on to oh, league and hey yep. jack
1: real quick before we move on I just wanted to give an update uh I'm, I get, the Cubs are playing Oakland right now um Hayden Wisniewski's area is down to six. So you <laughs> all <know>. right so <laughs> all right it's 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 moving it's going down fast and um bellinger clobbered one to the gap in right center and i thought it was going to go out probably in any other stadium it would have went out but uh so that would have been an, a homer off there but he had to settle for like a double i think
0: yeah well hey jeremy uh, let you know uh, uh the, the oakland coliseum is just what the doctor ordered for hayden wesneski a lot of, a lot of foul territory there totally um, okay uh, uh, Brewers stuff uh, okay uh, Hosmer and Voigt so we, we sort of combined this one because we saw them hugging uh, on on opening day um, or not opening day but the opening opening weekend um, it, it was maybe a little disingenuous of a hug but uh, yeah uh, so those two being on the 40 man June 15th the over under um, uh, I am going to take under for Hosmer and over for Voigt um, uh, what do you think Jeremy how
1: how's Voigt doing so far?
0: I have not. Uh, so I was watching the game the other night. I don't think he's playing every day or starting. Um, let me mm-hmm. uh, let me look up real quick how he's uh, how he's doing here. I'm, I'm trying to. Um, look yeah, he's played in eight games. Uh, no homers, two RBIs, on 276 average. So um, I mean, if he doesn't start hitting some home runs, I think they're going to move on. I also I, I was looking at Keston Hure stats this morning. He's got six home runs at at AAA right now, and he's just like he's just mashing. So, you know, they, they might give him another chance if they're just like, why did we ever sign Luke Voigt? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, not, not good, but, uh, I'll, you know, what the hell I'll still, uh, I'll still take the under for, uh, I'll still take the over for Voigt. I think maybe they'll, they'll keep him around.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I am taking the under on Hosmer for sure. Uh-huh. I think Hosmer is going to be gone a lot sooner than we think.
0: Okay. What I'm a, wondering disgrace.
1: Yeah. I was almost going to change it to June 1st, um, <laughs> which I think he might even be gone before June 1st. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm thinking, uh, optimistically, but, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, the fact that Voight doesn't have any homers so far is like, dude, what else are you there for? You know?
0: Yeah. He and, hasn't faced any pitcher, uh, any position players pitching. That's why he doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And, um, his on base percentage is the same as his batting average, which means that he hasn't gotten any walks. So yep. um he's just not doing enough to stick around, I feel. So I could see them I could see them, you know, cutting bait, especially if the Brewers are gonna be in first place. Like if they're a first place team, I feel like they probably can find someone better to fill that spot. So yeah. I'm taking the under on both. Why okay. what the hell? Why not?
0: Excellent. Um,
1: now if the if the Brewers trade him to the Nationals, that would be fucking I would be a I would be a renewed Brewers fan if that
0: happened. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, right. Uh, that would be awesome. Um okay, uh Christian Yelich, uh, over under twelve point five home runs. He currently has two. Um, you know, for me this uh this seems like a slam dunk. Last year he only hit fourteen and he batted like five hundred and seventy five times. So, um, you know, his, he was completely sapped of his power. He does already have two homers though. So he only needs to hit 11 more to get that over. Um, I think he's going to do it. I think he'll hit at least 15. So I'm going to take the over on that one.
1: Yeah. Um, so 12 and a half, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a pretty fair number. Um, considering, yeah, he had 12, I guess 20, 2020 is kind of a, you know, maybe throw that one out, but, um, Nine nine in twenty twenty one, fourteen in twenty twenty two. I would love to say under. Under would be pretty <laughs> damn funny. It would um, be um but I think he I think he'll manage a little more than that. I mean mm-hmm. even when he was with um even when he was with the Marlins, I feel like I'd have to do crunch the numbers on there, but I think he probably averaged over twelve.
0: Yeah, um, he probably was averaging about sixteen to twenty per year.
1: Yeah, four nine seven twenty one twenty eight uh, or twenty one eighteen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that probably gets him to twelve or thirteen. So yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, the over on that one too. Although, man, you know, eleven would be pretty great, and then like definitely something you could say at the bus when he walks.
0: By <laughs> yeah, when it when he doesn't sign for you, it's funny because ev- he definitely has a reputation among everybody for being a guy who never signs. Um, I think even our buddy, the security guard, said he doesn't. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, great guy. Uh, okay, uh, uh, 2023 Rookie of the Year winner on the roster for the Brewers. Not really an over-under, but it's more of a yes or no. So mm-hmm. will, will the National League Rookie of the Year be on the Brewers roster? So we have a, a, just a wealth of, of guys. Um, uh, ter- Bryce Terang, Garrett Mitchell, uh, who I think still has rookie eligibility. You have Joey Weimer. Um, who, whose average isn't really very good right now, but he's still up. Uh, so I'm going to say I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that they are going to have a, uh, one the rookie of the year this year. It just depends who. Um, what do you think, Jeremy?
1: Um, yeah, that's a that's a fair question and a lot of options there. Um, yeah, it does seem like Weimer's um, numbers have kind of come back to earth a little bit after a good start. Um, terrain, I think terrain. Um, is remaining at some pretty respectable numbers, um, for, and he's not starting. He is not like they're, they're resting him. Um, it seems like a little mm-hmm. bit too. Um, Garrett Mitchell also had really good numbers and have, have they've kind of come back to earth a little bit. So um, you know, I do like all three of those guys, but I think there's just it's one of those things where it's like, do you take the Brewers of the field? I just I'm I, um, I I'm going to take the field. Sure. so I'm gonna say no um but uh but yeah there's uh, I can't I haven't given it there's so many guys out there um yeah I'm trying to think of some like a nationally guy off the top of my head who could come up and and win it but uh, I don't necessarily have anyone off the top of my head but um yeah I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna take the field just for the just for the sake of um, having a variety, I guess.
0: Yeah, excellent. Um okay, uh I'll let you go first for this next one, Jeremy. Uh so Corbin Burns ERA over under four. Right now it's at five nineteen. Um so he's gotten off to kind of a poor start this year. Uh what do you think? Will it will, will his ERA be under four?
1: Hmm. That's a tough one. And like um you know I, well he's probably not in a position to be traded, I guess if the um if the um Brewers are Continue like what they're doing. Yeah. Um. By the way, Jordan Jordan Walker, of course, um, is probably the odds-on favorite for the right the
0: car, for the is that the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah. The the third baseman. I that was the guy I was gonna say. I was gonna say who's that third baseman for the Cardinals? So okay. Yeah.
1: I'm just blanking on him. Um. Mm-hmm. So um. Uh. Yeah, this is a tough one because yeah, I mean his it has he since he's kind of come into his prime, I don't think he's finished with any ERA over four, right? Corbin
0: uh, no, um, but last year I, I think was a little closer than they would have wanted it to be. Um, uh, if you went to his arbitration hearing, uh, you would have thought his ERA was 11.50. Um, yeah, but uh, in the second it was, half,
1: it was 2.94 um, for the was season. Was it was it that but...
0: low? Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah. I, I wonder what his splits were from the first half and the second half. I, I feel like his ERA was pretty close to four in the second half. I I could be wrong though. Um, again, maybe yeah. this is just propaganda from their front office, but. Um, You know that's what uh,
1: they—that's what they like you to believe, Jack.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and you know they'll bring you in on Valentine's Day to to prove it. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, Jeremy, I'm sorry. What what do you think?
1: You know what? I'm gonna just because the ERA can move so quickly. I'm gonna say under on this. I just don't see him. I don't see him being a guy with an over four ERA.
0: Sure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say under, but I'm gonna say he. It's about uh 3.92 or something like that. So. Uh, yeah, I, it, it's going to be under, I, I think so too, except only, only slightly. So it's, um, it's going to be, I should uh, just say uh, now nah, that that's too much above, above three, uh, three seventy five. Okay. That, there you go. I like that. So, which is still a good ERA in this, in this day and age. Uh, but, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we b- both got the under on that one. Um, yeah. All right, uh, last one for the Brewers, Devin Williams uh, over under 24.5 saves. Um, so this is his first year as the guy uh, uh, being the closer. Um, he currently has two saves unless he got one since the last time I looked. Uh, he did not. okay, great. So um, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the under for this one. I'm gonna say he gets under that many saves. And I almost think he could be replaced as their closer if he starts blowing a bunch of them. He's not an experienced closer. Um and, you know, sometimes he gets in a lot of trouble. We saw him get in trouble in the game we went to. So yeah. uh uh yeah, I'm gonna take the under on this one.
1: Yeah, I think that's um I think that's fair. Um I I kind of have the same kind of inkling. I kind of feel like he's not really um, you know, a guy who's untouchable or like impossible of kind of like coming down a little bit um i've i like i, I actually think that that stress lucky guy looks pretty good yeah out of the pen i'm like i'm i i don't know if he would be the next man up mm. but um but he seems like he could be a good guy out of the pen um or i mean uh in a closer situation so yeah i um i mean i kind of want to take the under as well jack
0: Excellent. Um, yeah, I, I think you, you know, I, I don't know if the, it was Pedro Strope that you were talking about or what, um, but it's like, you know, if you have a guy who's really good in the eighth inning, why don't you just keep him in the eighth inning and find somebody yeah. else for the ninth inning, um, whether that means you sign a guy or what. Um, so Will, Williams is always their eighth inning guy, and he was really good in the eighth inning. But, um, who, you know, I, I feel like it's a natural instinct for a, a team to want to make an eighth inning guy a closer. So it's uh, inevitable. Um, yes. Okay, uh, let's move on to the league itself uh um so jared kalanick who i just saw hit a monster home run one week ago today maybe maybe to the exact he probably hit it at ni- it's nine forty eight p.m on a monday that's yeah. pro- probably when he hit that home run um yeah. but uh yeah the average uh, uh right now for him is 362 he's got four home runs and eight rbis so our over under is going to be uh for kalanick a 265 average with 26 home runs and 70 RBIs. Um, so, Jeremy, uh, let, let's have you go first for this one.
1: Yeah, I, I like I liked doing these these um, specific ones because, yeah, like so much can it, – it's basically saying, like, is a guy with having a hot start going to keep that up? And especially with a guy like Kalanick who is, like, a huge prospect who's been a, you know, quote-unquote disappointment so far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So obviously that 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 average is going to come down. Um the homers um I don't really know what <laughs> he would be on pace to hit um for homers. I mean maybe like uh let's see. If that if <laughs> I don't know. Uh like 8 per month times 6 is what 36 is that? or 4 that's like 48 or six something. 6 8 48. Yeah. 48. Yeah. So that would be a lot. Um I think this is tough. Let let's look at his his um previous years. Um, although I know that average is not gonna be good. So oh God. God, he's <laughs> bad. So in twenty twenty one he had fourteen homers, forty three RBIs and a one eighty one average. Last year he had seven homers, seventeen RBIs and a 140, 181 and one forty one. So one uh one forty one average. Um and now he's hitting three. I wonder if that's um the sum of his pre- two previous years batting averages. Yeah, right. I think I think uh 265 is kind of high. I just historically so he's a career 185 hitter coming into this se- or yeah, coming into the season. Maybe that's including the season. I don't know. Um I got to go under on average. I'm going to go 26 is a is a tough number for for over under. Uh, Jack, feel free to push on that one if you want. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go over on homers, and I'm going to go over on RBIs. Okay. So um, Under, over, over.
0: Yeah, I got it. Uh, Excellent. Okay. um, For me, uh, yeah, definitely the average is going to be under um, uh, for sure. I I imagine he'll be lucky to hit 240, I think, um, just based on his track record. Um, yeah. one, one thing about this guy is that there's just not enough uh, there's just not enough data on him. Like he doesn't have a, enough of a track yeah. record. So I'm
1: I'm trying to pull up his AAA number or I mean, his minor league numbers to see. I, I don't remember if he hit for a lot. I know he definitely mashed the ball. I don't know what he did for average though.
0: Sure. Um. I, I feel like he's going to be a guy who's going to be really streaky, yeah. like uh, almost like Schwarber, right? Like so Schwarber, some like you know he'll have a span of ten games where he hits nine to twelve home runs and then he'll just yeah. crater. Last year, he seemed to be a little bit more consistent. I think he led the National League. But um, I, I think uh, Kalanick is going to end up with both the under for uh, for uh, home runs and uh, RBIs too. So I'm going to take the under for all three. So yeah. I would say for Kalanick, I'm going to predict like a 241 average with 24 homers and 68 RBIs. So I, I think he's going to come close to that because okay. he's going to get he's going to get hot like he is right now. A couple more times this year but I just I don't think he's going to be able to sustain that definitely not throughout an entire season but he's going to come okay. close but I'm going to take the under for all three
1: well Jack you clearly must not be holding any Jar- Jared Kellnick autographed uh, <laughs> cards because,
0: you yeah, and you are
1: uh, oh yeah I, I was gonna say like the rest of like the baseball collectors because um, he was definitely <laughs> a sought-after guy I have a lot of um nice autographs of his sure. um so in the minor leagues um in four seasons he was a 295 hitter mm-hmm. um so yeah he had definitely hit for average in the minors um let's see here 2019 he had 200 uh 291 with 23 homers uh 2021 um nine homers and 320 batting average although that's when he came up to the majors and last year 296 when they sent him down he um you know, eighteen homers and two ninety six average. So yeah, I mean he's capable of, of doing that. It's just like the track record would not um indicate that. Uh would not, you know, lean towards that. So yeah. You know, I think uh, I, I like where I stand with it.
0: You know, I, I once heard David Ross tell a story. It was uh Bryant's uh Chris Bryant's first year, um I think it was like the day he got called up. And uh, Bryant was in the locker room, and Ross comes up to him, and he goes, uh, Ross goes, hey, how many home runs did you hit last year? And Bryant said 40, because he had 40 40 in AAA. And Ross goes, not in the big leagues, you didn't. Um, So it's like, first of all, like, that, that shows you just the kind of, like, Guy Ross is. Just, like, the, just a total meatball, like, uh, you know, veteran baseball player. Also, though, like, you know, hey, it's uh, – that that's, you know, prospect stuff. Uh, you know, who, who knows uh, – uh, it's like Keston Hero, right? The guy can mash in in A, but can never figure it out in the majors. So, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> I'll say this, Jeremy. I, I know that, like, Kellanick didn't sign any of those in person probably, right? He probably – did you get those in breaks? No, that's that's cool, though. He'll have to show me those. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Rays over under 109.5 wins. Uh, I, I don't know. What are they, 14-2 and two right now or something like that? Uh, I think so, yeah. Something crazy. They're coming into Chicago next week to play the White Sox. I'm going to try to see them. But, uh, yeah, 109.5 wins. Um, man, I'm going to take the under, but not by much for this one. Um, you know, yeah. like it's really hard to win that many games. I, maybe they're going to win 106 or 7, but uh 110. Man, whoever did that, the Seattle Mariners, that's about it.
1: Yeah, what what was their – what did they win? Do you remember what what number that uh, I'm was? I'm going to
0: look I'm going to look it up right now.
1: Was that in 2000
0: I think it was was it 01?
1: Um, yeah, or 2000 or was yeah, or yeah. 01 or oh two or something like that i want to yeah, say yeah let's see yeah the oh white, god the... they
0: won, uh yeah two thousand one they finished hundred and sixteen and forty six
1: yeah, and then they got bounced by the white
0: sox was that right let's see uh they lost the a l championship series to new york New York Yankees
1: oh they actually made it to the, the ALCS. the a l c s okay,
0: yeah, and sweet um, Lou sweet Lou was the manager on that team too,
1: yeah um uh yeah, so Um, 109 is, is pretty high. And like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go under on that as well. Um, but, uh, obviously they are off to like a scorching hot start. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the under on that. It's just, it's just statistically hard to, to get that many. Although like, you know, a lot of teams, Get over a hundred wins. Like a handful of teams win over a hundred games per season. So, but yeah, I'm just, I'm I, I could see them going more like 105, 106, or something.
0: Sure. Um, okay. Uh, excellent. So We both got the under on that one. Um, next one, uh, Garrett Cole over under 19.5 wins. Um, Jeremy, uh, why don't you go first for this one?
1: Well, I'm just trying to look up Garrett Cole's numbers. <laughs> he's got real quick. yeah.
0: Right now he's four and zero. His ERA is under one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he's only won twenty games once mm-hmm. in his career. I just feel like guys just don't win that many games anymore. Sure. Um, and he's only won. He's only won over fifteen or sixteen games twice. He he won nineteen in twenty fifteen, which I think I saw him that year. Um, and twenty in that twenty nineteen. So. I, th- I I just got to go under on that one. Okay. Um, I just don't think. I just don't think guys do that, I and mean, he's off to a, a hot start. But yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, great. Um, I'm gonna take the over on this one. Um, I think it's cool when pitchers win a lot of games. Uh, that's that's why the that's why the Yankees signed him. Yeah, you remember? You ever see that wrestling clip, Jeremy? Where that, there's that fan, and he's like, "It's still real to me, damn it." You ever <laughs> see that clip? Yes, for sure. Nice. Yeah. I, it's like, hey man, I still like I still like when a guy wins 20 games. It's cool. Um, you know, his ERA is under one right now, obviously he's not going to sustain that, but you know, he is one of the, one of the better pitchers in the game. So I'd, I'd like to see him do it. He plays on a good team. Um, you know, the Yankees traditional powerhouse. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, I think he can do it. I'm taking the over on that one.
1: Yeah. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, and it, oh, it's it is it is always cool to see that. It just doesn't happen that much.
0: No, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you're you're right. It doesn't. Um, okay, uh, here's one that we sort of talked about um, a little while ago. But uh, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, uh, the two the two new uh, New York Mets. I guess Scherzer was on them last year. Uh, but the over under thirty nine point five starts. Um,
1: did did is that did we say thirty nine and a half or did, is that did that just did you just pick that? We, one we
0: might have. I mean, if you want to pick a different number for that, I think it was like you know that would be that would be twenty starts for each of them.
1: Well, we don't know when the fuck Scherzer's is going to pitch. Can we make that thirty five and a half? Sure.
0: 35.5 cuz yeah I don't think Verlander's pitched this year yet has he? No, and yeah. I don't know
1: when he's going to pitch. Scherzer's honestly. made three
0: starts, but I yeah, I don't know when Verlander is. Um Now, yeah, what do you think?
1: The thing Okay, well the thing about that is let's let's look at Scherzer. So, you know, I mean 30 32 33 starts is like high achieving when you're like a full-time pitcher. So, sure. They uh yeah, um, so maybe 39 is fair, but just trying to look and see what he did like the last so he he pitched he started 23 um last year 30 the year before that would you have 39 and a half Th-
0: 39 and a half so essentially let, let, they, yeah if they both averaged 20 got 20 starts they they did okay. it
1: okay let's stick with 39 and a half i think the i think the 20 threw me off because like um, I don't see Verlander starting. Tw- I could see Verlander not starting twenty games, but sure. I think I think Scherzer, if he pitches a full season, could get thirty three. So um, let's keep it at thirty nine and a half. Um, ah, it's a tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under, but okay. like because I feel like that's the impetus for even asking this question. Sure. Um, and that was my whole thing about the Mets. Like, think they're gonna like they spent all this money in the world and they're relying. They're weighing. They're putting their whole season basically on the arms of of Scherzer and and Verlander, two guys like um, uh, at forty or over forty. So I think I think if anything, I mean obviously this isn't going on on much of a limb, but I could see Verla- I could see Scherzer getting a bulk of those, and Verlander kind of you know getting like I don't know 10, 12 or something. But um, yeah, I'm taking the under there because I think I don't think Scherzer will get to thirty, and I don't I, I don't think Verlander will get. Over over twenty, so
0: Yeah. I, I mean I I think an optimistic uh number would be Scherzer to start fifteen uh twenty five games and Verlander to start fifteen. Um at this at this point with how injured Verlander seems like he is, that would be a, that would be great for them. Uh the thing is like, you know, they're paying each one of those guys forty million dollars a year about, um which is which, like you said, it's just it it wasn't a smart uh, smart decision. I'm gonna take the under on that one too. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen, um, and it, it does make them look stupid for for betting on these two guys and paying them all that money, and they're just they're clearly not, you know, they're they're not uh, thirty one years old anymore.
1: No, I mean, like if you wanted to like have those guys on your team, cool. I mean, I guess they got that Senga guy from Japan, but he's also a, a you know a huge question mark. Um, overall, I think he's doing okay, um, but uh, but yeah, I just don't. I, you know, you need if you're gonna z- invest all that money into your team, like you also need pitchers. Right. So, um, so yeah, I just don't, I don't see it happening.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So we we both got the under for that one. Um. All right. Another uh, another numbers one specific numbers for Javi Baez this time. Uh. So this is uh in, instead of an optimistic one, this is a a pessimistic one. So, um, right now Javier Baez is hitting 184 with no home runs and five RBIs uh his over unders so will he finish the season over under 220 batting average 18 home runs and 65 RBIs um uh i guess i guess i can go first for this one um i think that he is going to be under for average um uh under for homers and under for under for RBIs i'm picking him for the under <laughs> for all three
1: yeah um yeah, that's fair. If you look at um, what he did last year, he hit two thirty eight with seventeen homers and sixty seven RBI. So like um pretty good compared like that's a pretty good over under compared to what he did last year. Um and those are real bad numbers so far uh this year. Um I'm gonna go under on the average. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go under on the uh, homers and then over on the uh, on the uh, RBIs.
0: Excellent. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe he'll have some guys. Uh, maybe Torkelson and uh, Riley Green will get on base in front of him. Um, maybe neither of yeah, them are he, doing he, well either. But. He looks miserable with the Tigers. That was just that was the worst signing for both sides that could have possibly happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was rough. We were talking about that earlier this week, Jack yeah. and I. Just like, you know, I don't think he like. I think the Cubs maybe offered him a contract, but it's like, I don't think he it's necessarily one of those situations where like they offered him a really nice contract and he turned it down and it almost uh-huh. seemed like they never really got there. And, um, and they just traded him. And uh, I mean, maybe that's the best move, like from a team aspect going forward, but like everyone kind of thought that he would be the one guy who s- stayed out of those three. Sure. Um, But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it is sad as a guy who liked Javier Baez. Like it's, it's just sad to watch, honestly.
0: Yeah, I I I think last year I don't I don't think I asked you this on the podcast. I think it was off off air, but um I asked you, "Hey Jeremy, have you been following what Javier Baez has been doing this year?" Do you remember what you said?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so.
0: You said no. So I thought that was <laughs> that was I thought that was funny. There's no reason to follow what he's been doing though. He's been he's been terrible with them. Um, hey, uh, uh,
1: Jack, real quick before we move on to the other one, I just want to go back to the Verlander Scherzer one. Yeah. Would you have what would you have said for 35 and a half?
0: I probably still would have taken the under to be honest with you.
1: Okay, that's fair. I I probably would have also. So it yeah. doesn't matter.
0: No, <laughs> okay. it, it really doesn't. I that that's uh, that was just a, a flop by the Mets. Okay, fair. Um, okay, so uh, so some overall season stuff, uh, stolen bases, everybody's been talking about how many steals there have been. Uh, so the stolen base success rate for the major leagues, will it be over or under 75%? Um, what do you think, Jeremy?
1: Jack, you don't happen to have, like you don't happen to know what what like those success rates were in previous years like you know like, like I, in, in the heyday uh, it's funny. or anything.
0: I should have I should have looked. I feel like this year it was seventy eight like seventy eight percent for a while, and people were saying that like with just the number of steals that were happening, that that's really high. Um, I I think it would be good to go back to a year when like there were a lot of stolen bases and look at that as opposed to like the last couple of years when like almost nobody stole ever. Um. So yeah, let me uh let me let me look at uh, uh high stolen base years. Um Yeah,
1: I'm I'm trying to look this up myself as well. Yeah. Um it's it's just showing like kind of like specific guys. Um but yeah, let's see. Of, Numerous statistical studies done by Total Baseball have shown <coughs> that the break even success rate for steals is about 67%. Okay. That doesn't that doesn't really help us out though, I don't think. No. Um but uh so, okay, so 75%. I mean, that seems high. I know mm-hmm. that like um you don't really want to uh um steal like, you know, get thrown out that much. Um but I think that I definitely I mean, still bases are up, I think they're like it's it's looking like um, they're gonna continue to be up. Like Nico Horner already had. Like I forgot what Nico Horner has, um, but he's been stealing bases at a, as a, at a high clip. Mm-hmm. And It's really cool to see, uh, especially since I have him in a different fantasy league that that keeps stolen bases as a category. So that's that's good for me. Um, he's got eight yeah eight stolen bases already so far. Um, Jesus. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go under, but that's still the- I don't think that necessarily means anything about. Stone bases overall. I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it's still... I, it's cool, and I, that is one of the things that I'm excited about, um, that, that we're seeing more of that.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I, uh, uh, I, I've i been at, I feel like we, you, we never saw any steals at the games we went to last year. I think I've, I've already seen two in three games that I've been to. I can't remember if there was one in that Rangers game or not. Um, uh, I'm going to take the over on that one. I think it's going to be more around 78%, but, uh, yeah, definitely a lot more steals, um which is uh exciting i think that's what they wanted was to add more running to the game um uh yeah okay another one we have is the average game time over under two hours and 30 minutes um uh yeah what do you think jeremy
1: um oh and i didn't i don't think oh i did add that um to uh the podcast up uh category um I think that's a pretty like solid number right now, um like like that's like that's you know that's like push territory um i don't I don't know I mean we've definitely seen we haven't seen a game that's uh necessarily been even close to that honestly no. um but obviously with the warmer weather and more offense game times will go up. will they go up that high? I'm going to say I'm going to take the over on it, but like by one minute, <laughs> like sure. or like five. But like, I think two thirty five maybe could be like the average game time.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like two thirty one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to take the over to I think that games last year may have averaged over three hours. So that's uh, it's pretty unbelievable that they cut that off. It is a little so I, I, I will say that I, I love it um i think it's really good it is kind of a little annoying though like you know the other the other night when we were recording our other episode i was like okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna have the brewers game on in the background here but like by the time we were done with the episode the game was over and i was Mm -hmm. like well (laughs) shit you know you now, now like well one advantage is idiots who walk into games late like they're gonna miss four innings instead of just one inning um yeah which is like you know fuck those people get here on time but uh, still, it it does go fast. Um, maybe it's just something we're gonna have to get used to.
1: Yeah, I um, I did. I also saw something like I don't. It was on maybe like Bleacher Nation blog or something, Cubs blog or something. I forgot where I saw it. And I it was like something interesting to look at, but I didn't dig deeper. And it wasn't. It was kind of like an inexact science sort of thing. But it said something like most complaints by home team oh yeah it was something like most complaints by home team uh, about game time and it was like based on twitter posts or something i don't know Uh who the fuck tabulated this or what but cubs were like resoundingly high in like fans complaining about short game times Mm. and i think people speculated it's because like there's day games and people like a lot like more day games and people like kind of try to make like, uh you know, an afternoon of it as opposed yeah. to just like going after work and then trying to get home to wake up again early in the morning. So I don't know. I think I've um I I've I don't think I've said it on. I think I've said it a lot privately, but like I'm still waiting to like give my my response because it's like, you know, if if. Game times were like about two forty-five or, or less. I think I would be into that, but if they're like if they're coming in at like two twenty consistently, uh, or or lower two fifteen, uh, I'm not. I'm like that's just not enough time. Like I want longer games.
0: So. Yeah, I, I agree. Two hours and fifteen minutes is too short. That that's shorter than a basketball game. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm with you there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like we both got the over for that one. Um, all right, last league one, uh, Luis Arise. Uh, uh, he's hitting like 471 right now. I think it's something, something crazy. Uh, mm. so I had a, a over under for his average at 350. Um, Jeremy, I'm going to take the over for this one. And I'll say this, like Luis rise, uh, in, in a different time would have been a star. Like everybody would be talking about Luis rise. <laughs> now it's like nobody, you know, the average baseball fan has no clue who Luis rise is. No. I feel like if there's anybody who could hit like 390, it's him though. Um, he's an exciting player, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over for this one.
1: Yeah, they traded his ass to fucking Miami. That's that's how much for, they think for Pablo of Pablo Lopez. Yeah, so it's it's kind of brutal. So, um, yeah, I um 350. It sure would be exciting if he hit higher than that, and also a guy that I have on my fantasy team. <laughs> um, so um and i took him like late i took him actually as a stopgap until nico horner got second base eligibility but now i can't bench the guy right um so uh but again just to be a little baseball pessimistic i feel like it's so rare it's so like rare to have a guy hit that high i mean he could still hit 245 and or 345 and still have an amazing year so i could see it just going down a little bit below that but um i could see something between 330 and 3 3- 50
0: sure you know it, it's cool what's cool about him too is he'll he'll hit like 350 with one home run um you right. know you just you just don't see guys like that anymore it's uh it's, it's fun um yeah. okay so those are our league ones and now let's uh let's go to our podcast ones and we'll end with the bus and autos um <clears throat> so uh for the podcast foul balls over under 0. 0.5 so one of us needs to get one foul ball this year um what do you think jeremy
1: you know, I'm going to take the uh, the over on this. I think, like, it's one of those things where, like, now that it's happened, you know, it's something that could happen again, I think. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, if – definitely – I definitely think sitting in that section with the – where we sit with the White Sox is, uh, is helpful. Um, but, like, I don't know. I mean, it's like for years we didn't get any balls. And then, like, in last season we both got one. So, yeah. like, it just, like – you know, it seems like we could at least get one this year. I don't know. <laughs> like, me and you might be battling it out for it, but, um, you know, if one of us gets it, it still counts. So
0: You're right. Um, so, Jeremy, the very thing you said is the reason I'm going to take the under. Um, you're right. Yeah, for years, for years, neither of us got a ball. I mean, we have been going to games well before this podcast, too. I was almost just thinking about it in terms of the podcast, but, you know, we've been going to games for, you know, for over 10 years now, and those are the first two we got, uh, and they're the only two we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way harder to get them at Cubs games. We've been going to a few less Sox games, like you said, for a, a variety of reasons. Um, so uh, I want to make it out to a lot of Sox games this year, though. I'll say that, but we have been going to less. So, um, I'm gonna take the under for this one. I don't think this is the year for us, but I hope I'm wrong because it, it's yeah. always there's always a good story to tell when we get one.
1: Most definitely. Now to get one at a Cubs game, that would be something. Like yes, it, I mean I've been going to Cubs games my whole life. And I've never even really came close to one, so. For sure. Um, yeah.
0: There was that one that kind of came close to us. Was that at the Rangers game? Like that guy. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> but, didn't talk uh, about
1: that on the podcast. Yeah. It,
0: it was one of those so close but so far ones. It's like we with neither of us ever really had a chance at it. But um, you know, it was it was in our section. But yeah, it, man. I mean, you, you're the you've been to fucking a thousand Cubs games. You've never gotten one, so. Yeah. You know, that sh- says says a lot about that.
1: Um, uh, Hey Jack, real, real quick speaking yeah. on the, on the, uh, on the theme of like, and I know we're, you know, we, we have still have a little ways to go here just real quick. One thing we didn't talk about last, I realized this afterwards that we didn't talk about in the last episode at the Mariners bus, that asshole who was standing between us. Do you remember when he dropped that card?
0: No, man. Shit. I don't remember that.
1: I feel I, – I felt like maybe you would have seen that because I feel like it you had to have been, like, right in front of <laughs> the action. But, like, he was spitting on the ground, sure. too. I don't know if – did you notice that?
0: Shit, man. I didn't – he had his back to me for a lot of the time, so I kind of couldn't see what he, was, what he was doing. Like, he was mostly facing you, it felt like.
1: Yeah. Well, he would turn between us and spit. He was spitting oh. over the railing onto the sidewalk, which, like, someone else was doing that before, too. And we're like, oh, great. The players – the main thing they want to do is walk over to where there's a big pile of spit and like, (laughs) you know, stand in it. So this asshole was like spitting over, like onto the sidewalk over the fence. And then this idiot drops his card and he dropped a Thai France card on the ground. And then the security guard, one of the security guards came over, not one of the guys that we know, but one of the security guards came over and he's like, he's he's like, Oh, I got it. I got it. And then the guy's like, and then he looks down. He's like, man, right in the spit. Oh, and then, and it did, it landed right. Like it kind of landed not right on top, but like right, right next to you, And like maybe over a little bit of the spit. And like the guy next to me, he was like, oh, uh, it's okay, man. Don't worry about it. He's like, nah, nah, I got it. And like, he picked it up and handed it to him. And it's like, what a fucking nuisance. Like he was spinning on the ground, which is sh- like crappy anyway. And then he drops a stupid card right on top of it. And then this other guy had to like pick it up. Like if I was a security guard, I would have like said, I'm not picking that up. If you want me to kick it to you. And scratch it all up. I'll do that, but I'm I'm not picking that card up, sorry. You know? Yeah,
0: no, he would have been well within his rights. Uh, yeah, that that guy was an idiot, man. We didn't really talk enough about that. But also, like, there was one time when he thought Tom Murphy was coming out. We sort of talked about this a little bit, but yeah. I didn't tell you I didn't tell you what he said, but he thought Tom Murphy was coming out. He was wrong, and then I was like, Oh, I don't think that's Tom Murphy, and he's like, Oh man, it isn't. I am tripping tonight. <laughs> Like what yeah, like, dude, you're the one who's graphed the mariners before, you're supposed to be the guy who knows what all these guys look like. Come that's, on, dude, oh
1: man, okay, well, I'm glad that this came up because that's that's an all time reject, damn, yeah. that would have been horrible if we missed that one, but yeah, that's ugh, yeah, what a
0: yeah what what a just what a goon, um yeah, okay, wonderful, uh. All right, so uh, uh, back to the podcast stuff. Rain delays slash rainouts. So, um, uh, one point five. So we're, either we're in a rain mm. delay for a while, or the game just flat out gets rained out. Um, mm. uh, one point five. Um, I'll do the I'll do this one first. Uh, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the over for this one. I think it's I think it's gonna happen twice. We we were in a rain delay last year. I think the Orioles game we went to got delayed. I don't think we had a, any rainouts, but you no. know, with as many games as we go to, it's bound to happen. So I'm gonna take the over.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I don't even like to like talk about this one because ah, I, right. I you know, it's such a bummer. Um but yeah, we we I think we we did this last year and we had 0.5 mm-hmm. rainouts. But we didn't have rain delays, we had rainouts. Yep. Um Yeah, you know, it's better to um it's better to prepare for one um and then be happy if it doesn't happen. Um So, I kind of you know what? I'm going to take the but rainouts we're definitely going to get a rain delay I feel mm-hmm. I am going to take the over too but okay. um you know I I feel like we could have one rainout and like um you know I think you know we just again it's just it just comes with the territory I hope it doesn't happen but um but yeah we've managed to dodge some bad weather so far we have but but yeah
0: um all right this one uh games attended over uh, under yeah. 19.5 Um, yeah, we've already been to two, we're about to go to three, uh, what, what do you think?
1: Well, we went to 19 last year, Damn. so we would have to break our record and we, we kind of crushed our record, um, last year, so, um, yeah, that's a tough one, I mean, I'd definitely like to take the over. I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the under, I think we, maybe, you know, 18. Okay. Uh, or or 19. Because um, 19, 19 was a lot last year, and we did was. a really good job. We did, yeah. So, um, but, yeah. So, I'm going to take the under, but hope for the over.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, I'm going to take the over on this one. I think maybe we can make it out to, like, 21 this year. Um, so, yeah, you're you're right. Like, we flew pretty close to the sun last year when we went to 19. But, um, yeah, I'm going to – And we I feel like we went to a lot at the very end of the year, too, which was, we which went was to, fun.
1: We went to six games in, in September.
0: That's freaking crazy, man. We've never done that before. What a le- what a late push. Um, so <laughs> yeah. we, who knows? Maybe we can be more consistent and just go to a lot uh, just during the season. But uh, yeah, I think I think we'll make it a little bit over 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 20 this year. So um, yeah. you know, who knows? Let's let's hope we do. Uh, okay, uh, non cubs sox games 2.5 uh, mm. over under um, uh, for this one. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the over. There's no reason to think that we're not gonna at least go to three non-Cubs Sox games. You know, Brewers games, college games, a, a high-level high school game. Um, who knows, maybe something else. So, uh, 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 yeah, you know, South Bend Cubs, a- anything. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over on this one.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I uh, hope that uh, we hit the over, but just going off like last year. Non Cubs White Sox games we went to zero, really. So yeah, interesting. We didn't we didn't go to any minor league games last year, Jack. Okay, okay. So I don't know. I'm gonna take the under. I yeah. hope it's over, but um, but yeah, and um, I mean, I think I will get to three South Bend Cubs games. <laughs> um,
0: um, you know, the thing about Cubs uh, Cubs and Sox games is it's, it's it's you know we we both have busy schedules and it's that's pretty low hanging fruit just to be able to go to a game. So it's I guess it's it's understandable. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess that was two years ago that we went to that Brewers game. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. (laughs) That was when that dad was saying to those kids, keep drinking, keep drinking,
1: Uh, keep drinking, keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now that's, that was, that was an all timer. Um, okay. Uh, last but not least, shortest game we attend two hours. (laughs) I, I think there was a two, uh, a game played under two hours, uh, in Boston, maybe, um, a couple days ago uh okay maybe it was boston i don't know but there was an under two hour game um i uh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna take the over on this but i mean i feel like we might see a couple like two hour 10 minute games yeah i know i
1: um yeah i hope it is uh over too um i'm gonna say over as well but like man i mean it would be an oddity if we went to a, a game under two hours but it would be it would also suck. So um so yeah, I kind of I hope it's I hope it's over and I'm taking over.
0: Cool. Um yeah, Christ that Jordan Montgomery game last year would have been an hour and a half. Um Yeah. Okay, uh last but not least our most fun category bus autographs. Um so uh will we get Bellinger and Seiya yes or no? What do you think? Uh I'm
1: going to say no. I yep. feel like we'll get one of them, maybe if we're lucky. But um, I really want to get Seiya Suzuki, and like, I was thinking about maybe uh, I was telling our friend Chris that like, the day he gets well, like his first, I, I was I I said the day he gets called up, I would may I might like show up early, um, to like I might actually try to do the pregame, um, at Wrigley. He's been called up, and uh, he will um, be um, at. Uh, you know at the game Thursday at the at the stadium Thursday I'm I'm like wondering what the logistics of all that is because he got called up he hasn't been to Chicago yet um I, unless unless maybe they let him like go from I I doubt it he probably went right from Iowa to um LA um so I don't know what 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 that actually all looks like does he like you know does he have someone bring his stuff like does he he probably I assume he probably still has an apartment here from last year, um, if he hasn't like bought a, something already because he's gonna be here for a while. So, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, um, what that looks like if he if, if he could get there early. So I don't know. I kind of want to do that Thursday. I kind of can do that. Sure. So I'm thinking about it, but if I get him like in under those circumstances, I don't know if that even counts for the podcast. So I don't, I don't know. Well,
0: well, yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, I I know uh, he signed for those guys at the locker cleanout last year, right? They chased him. They chased him down and like found him at the restaurant, and he. Well, they had to him.
1: sit. Yeah, they had to sit outside of a hot dog place for an hour. To do, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, he did, and he signed for he signed in. Okay, so one of the reasons why I, I put this one in there is because he just he signed for some people in Iowa, um, on the Facebook group people posted it, and he he has signed before, um. I was talking about this with Chris and he was like, you know, I told him that scenario, that one time where we waited for him. And then that, that fucking ambulance went by and scared him. Yeah. Like we were the only two people there. And like, obviously Anthony, um, you know, he said what he said.
0: Yeah. There'll be nothing they can do. I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You will
1: get him. You will get him. I know you will get him. (laughs) So, (laughs) So like, I don't know. It seems like even looking back at that, when I was telling Chris about that, I'm like, yeah, how did we not get him? Like, how did yeah. we not get him? Um, so he's, he's it's a tough get. I don't I think it's a no. Um, like, I think um, I think we'll get one or the other, but it's it's hard. It's going to be hard to get both.
0: I would be thrilled to get one. I I don't see myself getting either one. I, I I would I would love it, Jeremy. I think you might get Saya under like different circumstances, but uh, yeah, I, I'd be thrilled even with one of those guys. I I also agree that that's a no. I think those guys are both going to be tough gets for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like the guy who the the people who might help us get Bellinger are like Josh and his fucking friends. Yes. If they can if they can somehow stop him in like that back part of the parking lot, I think we can sneak in there and get him.
1: But I think so, too.
0: That's the only scenario I see where we get him. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brewers player autos, 1.5 over under. Um, yeah, I'm going to go under on this one, man. F- they're not going to fucking sign any autographs for us. What do you think? Yeah.
1: I mean, it only takes two, right? Right. Um, I, I've been seeing people posting, uh, like, some guys going to, like, where are the Brewers playing right now?
0: Uh, they were on the West Coast. They were in San Diego. They They, yeah. they played in Arizona, too
1: that I think of San Diego I think of San Diego. someone was trying to someone has been going to those games and he he's been getting them all on a ball and he's been getting a lot of guys Crazy. um he like he got Varland he got Matt Bush he got um well, he got Pat Murphy that that wouldn't count in this category but mm-hmm. he did get um he's been getting guys so I think it's possible. I think that we can eke out two autographs from some, like, from, like, a Peter Strezelecki and Gus Barland or something. All
0: right. Okay. So I'm I, taking the I like, over. I like your optimism. Yeah. Um All right, White Sox autos. This is an interesting one. We don't really try to graph at White Sox games. Uh, what do you think for this one? Over under
1: 2.5. Well, this this would, um, yeah, and in, in putting this one in there, this would uh, presuppose that we try to graph during the crosstown series. Right. Um, at Wrigley because I don't foresee us getting any at, at a guaranteed rate field. So, um, you know, I'm not even sure I haven't really looked at what dates they're here, but you know, we might be busy. Um, so we might not even be able to do it. So if that's the case, then I I would say zero. Um, but, um, you know, if we do do it, could we get three guys? Um, and let's, would you, how do you feel about putting coaches in there too?
0: Sure, yeah, just just White Sox autos. That sounds good to me.
1: White Sox organization guys. Um yeah. I'm gonna take for the same reason. I'm for, for optimist's sake. Like, it seems like we can eke out two or three autographs. Sure, even like on the worst days. So, I'm gonna say yes, assuming that we can go to the <laughs> bus that day.
0: Okay, sounds good. Uh, you know, I'm going to take the under for this one, Jeremy. Just because we actually we've never tried to graph this series, and I don't even know yeah. if they they like park in the players' parking right. lot or like take a bus, like, right? You know, who, who knows?
1: That's the other thing. Yeah, we've been trying to get info about that. Honestly, like I feel like you know who would probably know is that uh, the Italian guy. I I forgot. Sure, Dominic, <laughs> Dominic or or Carmine, whatever his name is. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that guy. He that guy probably would know. So we should ask him um, next time we see him. But uh, but yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. Very good. Um, uh, We should. Uh, Okay. Manager autos uh, over under two point five. I'm gonna take the over for this one, man. Uh, We got who did we get last year? We got Kapler. We got uh, Bud Black. We got Brandon Hyde. That's three right there. Um, Mm -hmm. I got nothing is better than getting a manager autograph. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take the over just to be optimistic.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. But this year so far we're over two. We sure are. Um, and in kind of like crushing crushing fashion. Like, oh,
0: yeah, because both times we were the only people there and we got yeah. fucking rejected.
1: Yeah. So, Jack, I'm going to take under on this one. Just okay. uh, have partially to make it interesting and partially because like what you said last uh, week, I think. I, I don't know if you said it on the podcast or, or um, afterwards, but you said like, you know, managers are just tough to get. Yeah. So... I kind of, uh, I do realize now, like, how, like, kind of tough they can be. Um, that being said, I have a Pedro, I have, like, the only Pedro Griffal card ever made. Mm. Um, I have a Tori Lovello. I got even a Matt Qu- Quatraro card. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm ready. Um, it's just a matter of if they'll actually stop. So. For sure.
0: And, hey, Matting, you almost got Mattingly last year, too. So it, you uh, know, Don't it,
1: remind it, me. <laughs>
0: it can't be done. It can't be
1: done. Yeah, yeah for um,
0: sure. All right, instant ink occurrences. <laughs> this uh, is a o- good one. Yeah, over under 3.5. So there's precedent for this. Like, we already have gotten one this year. I, I got instant ink when I got Andres Munoz. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a good chance that, like, most of the time it's going to be Jeremy uh, uh, giving me a, a card that I don't have. So it's like, am I <laughs> right. going to get... Because Jeremy's got every card of every guy, so it's you know, it, is it going to happen four times though? I I think it I think it will, man. I'm going to take the over for this one. <laughs> okay. So it's already happened. It's already happened once. So yeah, uh, odds are it'll it'll happen again. And a, a lot of the guys that I don't have because I have a few complete sets now, um, it, it's going to be the more obscure like guys or, or guys like Munoz who only have like one card. So um, yeah. and those guys are oftentimes like very likely to sign because they they're not you know huge yet. So that's yeah. True. I'm going to take the over on this one. What do you think? (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, the funny, the subtext of this question in and of itself, instant ink autograph uh, occurrences is that there has to be a situation where you ask me for a card, which like, I feel like you've been, you've been doing pretty good at like acquiring your, your, you know, a a little stash yourself. Sure. But (laughs) there is always like, like the night before a game, uh, I'll be like pulling together my cards and, I'll get it, you know, we'll be texting and you're like, Hey, you happen to have an extra so-and-so. And, um, you know, it's like usually, well, it depends. It, it's all on a case by case basis. A lot of times I have like a ton of cards, like Andres Munoz. I did actually have to happen to have, like, I do, I, I remember setting aside a bunch of his cards cause I ripped a lot of 2020 series one or whatever that was. But some guys, I have to pull a card from a complete set. And so like a guy like Munoz, like that one, like I, you know, I'm totally happy to to give you one. But when there's a card that I pull from a complete set, if I get it signed, at least I still have it in my possession. So I know I still kind of have a complete set. But I've had to ask you to, to replace some of the ones that I've let you borrow before or whatever. So like and it all and I'll presupposes all of this scenario, which like I think in a perfect world... Like I wouldn't like we wouldn't have to like have to have this like compensation thing.
0: So no, sure because yeah, I've I've had to pay you back for some. I think I had to pay you back for like what was it, Barney and somebody else?
1: Yeah, Jim Deshays both came from sets, right? You know, right, right, so sure. yeah. Um, if we ever get that Napoli card, uh, no, I I, I was gonna out. say
0: I still, still got to give that one back to you. So they're they they're still in my binder. I'll just bring them every time because we we forgot. Uh, I keep forgetting. So, yeah, yeah, it was there was too much going on in the the Mariners game. But, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just bring him every time. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, hopefully, like over the course of the year, I can kind of like have a big enough stash of guys. Y- yeah. y- you know, what you kind of you kind of sounded like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're like you and your, your little collection. What? You know? <laughs> he would always say like the word little um yeah, but uh uh you know hopefully over the the course of the next couple months or season i can i can I can build up my collection, but uh you yeah. know I always always appreciate it if you're able to loan one,
1: yeah for sure, I'd rather you get it than not get it for sure, sure. on the card so um so yeah uh but um I w- and I will say the other time you got instant ink. The first time was from another guy. From some, some, some. Oh yeah, that guy.
0: was from uh, uh yeah, who, who that, Sean Marshall. Right? Sean
1: Marshall, yeah, yeah, at the Cubs convention. So, so yeah, so you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be me who.
0: <laughs> 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 that was a ridiculous thing because I was just like, yeah, I don't have one, and the guy just fucking gave me his card. That was uh, that was actually yeah, n- nice guy.
1: That was very cool of him, and I think that's like the nicer side of the grapher world, you know. Sure. Because um, I agree, I th- I I can kind of see. I I almost feel like I could follow that guy's like line of thinking. It's like it would be a shame to get a guy but not have a card to get him on when you could just get a card later, you know. So like, for sure, that, I mean, hell,
0: p- you gave you gave Chris a Christopher Morel card, and, and he got he got instant ink on that one.
1: That's true. That's true. And then I lost mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, was the, that was the same night, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so yes a lot of a lot of ins and outs a lot of what have you with this whole graphing situation but um yeah 3.5 i think i like your rationale there of like the guys who usually you don't have are a little more obscure guys also more likely to sign so i could see i could see that going over i could see taking the over on that one
0: excellent wonderful um yeah Love it. Love it. Uh, okay. Uh, new Cubs staff friends. Um, so we've, uh, this could be any, in my opinion, any Cubs staff, right? Like it could be uh, vent, vending stands, um, anything, mm-hmm. security. Well, right. Um, because
1: we did, I was going to say, we made a couple friends last year, but there was also that lady, uh, McGuire. Right. Oh
0: yeah. Oh god. You're McKnight. Yeah. McNight.
1: I always, I always say the wrong. I always say the well, real. Well, name. you
0: said the right thing. She said yeah. the wrong thing. Um, McKnight. McNight. Yeah. And and you said you saw her too, right? At like a. Yeah. Few, oh my. Oh my god. I did. Um, okay. So yeah. Uh, uh, New Cubs staff friends 1.5 over under. Uh, again, we go to so many games that it's it's hard not to like get to know people. So um, I, I think I'm gonna take the over for this one.
1: Yeah. I could see us like I wouldn't say that the the bus driver guy is our friend yet, but sure. uh, well, I I'm not sure he's never I don't even think he's ever talked to us maybe once he did, but like I could see us maybe becoming I'm the only thing the only reason why I would take under is because like I'm not sure how many more guys there are that we could be friends
0: <laughs> I know right they'd have to hire some new new faces
1: yeah like it would have to be the the Cubs uh, parking attendant guy who like I must I might have seen him. When me and Chris went back after the Mariners game, I saw him out there. The guy who gave the the monologue about Josh. Oh, he was
0: back? Nice. He was
1: there. Yeah, he wasn't there the first time. And I was worried like he was maybe gone for this year. But uh, why would that guy ever leave, I guess? <laughs> um, you know who we haven't seen in a while is the guy who had the gun.
0: <laughs> yes, that, I, I know exactly who he, the, he got like fucked up. I think it was like against uh, uh, it was it was one of the real popular teams like the Padres. Yeah. Um, you know, not, I mean, he was there the next game, but yeah, man, that guy hasn't been there in all year.
1: Yeah. We haven't seen him in a while. Um, but we were already kind of getting to know him a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but then when you throw in the, the, the wild card of like going to a bar and meeting some weird lady who works at a beer stand, you know, we could, we could hit that 1.5. I oh, think, yeah. Very easily. So I'm going to take the over as well.
0: Fantastic. Okay, both both over for that one. All right, just two left, folks. Um, number one is new recurring characters. We got a couple good ones. Uh, we'll talk about you know Ick and the stick in a second. Uh, there's the candy kids. Um, there's Anthony. Ugh. There's Dominic or uh, what, what was the other Carmine. thing? <laughs> Dominic or Carmine. Uh, you know, there's just too too many guys to count. Um, so uh, will, will will there be new new recurring characters? Uh, it says over under one point five. Um, uh, for this one, Jeremy, uh, again, I think only because there, there's not like, it's like, there's no, um, there might not be anybody else to know. Uh, I'm going to take the under for this just because I feel like I've taken a lot of overs, but uh, it's always possible that there's going to be like people who discover graphing midseason like we did in 2021 who start to come to all the games. So the only reason yeah. I'm going to take the under on this is because, like, I feel like we're pretty so- we pretty solidly know everyone who usually shows up to these things. It's
1: true. And like at this point, I think we couldn't we can't consider Carmine slash Dominic a new recurring character. No, he's, he's, already... he's
0: officially in. I'm mean, Christ. We saw him at the Cubs con.
1: Right, yeah. So, but like, there are guys like that. The pop up, like the guy who followed me real closely after the Mariners bus, like sure, that guy could end up becoming a thing. The the Seattle Mariners. What'll happen is we we get a lot of guys only for one team. Yes, like there was the kid. Um, was he with the Nationals? That one kid who came from like Buffalo Grove yep. or whatever. Yep,
0: and he, he had all, all of his autographs were in uh silver ink on his white ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yet he knew like so he knew a lot but like he just like his his approach was all all whack. But but like that kid like, you know, we never saw him. like I I mean it'll be interesting to see if he'll, he's at the Mar uh, Nationals game when the Nationals come here. Right. Um but There's, um
0: in- inches Michaelis for the Cardinals like oh God, will he that's will right, he be yeah. back? Probably not. <laughs> That guy, that guy will never be back. <laughs> there was the Colorado Rockies hipster guy. Yeah, I remember the Rockies guy. Sure. There, yeah.
1: There was the, the Cardinal super fan, the human mascot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. You didn't say a fucking word. You didn't say a word. Uh, just that that fucking Austin Hayes asshole that was at the at the bus, that lame dad. Um, you're uh-huh. right. You get a lot of good one-offs yeah. um, for these teams, and oftentimes those guys are the best.
1: <laughs> the Rocky hipster guy was just so funny. I, I, I just wish you guys could all know what he looked like, because like, uh, he was just a goofy guy with like pink with like purple beads on. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if only it was okay to take like pictures of people and post them without like you know risking I, getting sued. Um, yeah we could we could we could do it. Um Oh man. Yeah, well, well who knows? You know, maybe we'll see like do those guys count as recurring characters, I think no, is the question. They don't. They don't. Yep. Those
1: are those are one-offs. Those yep. are guest stars, you know. Right, right. Um so so yeah, no, they don't. Um that all being said, I'm going to say yes because okay. like I think I think that someone who we've already met could step up and become a guy. Like maybe the the Nationals kid Comes back for the Nats and then he's like, you know what, this is good, I'm gonna come back for the Orioles or whatever. Like you know, I I could then then I think we would have to call him a recurring character. So I'm gonna say the over on that one.
0: Cool. Yeah, that kid made a reference to like having lived in like he lives in Buffalo Grove or something like that. Cause whatever whatever yeah. guy he like, I think he got I don't know if it was Tim Hires, but like Tim Bogar. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's like, yeah, I, I went to Buffalo Grove or something. Yeah, so.
1: they went to the same high school or something. Yeah, yeah. it was
0: something, something weird. But okay, uh, excellent. Yeah, that sounds like a good, o- good over. Uh, I-, I hope it happens. I truly do. Um, all right, last one. Maybe save the best for last here. So combined Ick and the Stick plus Sweatpants guy sightings over under 3.5 uh, for this <sighs> season. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a tough one, man. Um, y- yeah, you go first for this one.
1: Well, Jack. Yeah, this is a this is an interesting one. I mean, I'm gonna just gonna be real with 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 this. So, I was actually thinking about it can stick. Well, probably because of this category, but <clears throat> we haven't seen Ick in the stick yet. No. Nope. Um, but I think I kind of feel like we won't see them until school ends. Sure. Even though that kid is like 16 years old or something. At least. But, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think we'll see them until the season ends. And Jack, I, I have to—I hate to say it, but we ain't seeing sweatpants guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, man. There's—I don't think he comes to the city.
1: No, 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 no. He'll come like one time. He'll probably be drunk by first pitch, and <laughs> like he'll probably stumble out of the game like you know, in by the fifth <laughs> inning or something. Or he'll be like asleep in the last row of the upper deck or something. <laughs> With his sweatpants like soiled from beer and stuff. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I – so the, the ick and the circle are going to have to do the heavy lifting on this one. Sure. Is what I'm trying to say. I could see seeing them three times. We saw them twice, and then we saw the ick once by himself.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah, uh, he was at the locker clean out.
1: Yeah, and I think we'll do more graphing this year than we did last year, so it's possible. But I'm going to take the under on this one, Jack. Sure,
0: okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a good one, Jeremy. That's that's what I'm going to take, too. Okay. Um, uh, well, you know, one, one funny thing about Sweatpants guy that I don't think we ever really talked about, but, you know, we're talking about him now, so we might as well. When he told that story about how his wife <laughs> Pat, he told, yes. he told that story about how his wife passed, and then he mentioned that, like, her be- her and her best friend both died within, like, two months of each other. Yes. He's like, yeah, she had a best friend. They both died within a couple months of each other, which was, which was weird that he would, like, include that. But, like, I do hope that, like, for everybody's sake, it was the best friend that died first. Because, like, if the wife died first, you can bet that sweatpants guy would have tried to get with the best friend. Oh, God.
1: You're right. You're right. But uh, let's, you know. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I didn't like, even want to have to think about that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy was just a fucking dirtbag. But uh, okay, um, I, I think that's realistic. Uh, and that is going to bring us to an end for our over-unders. So we'll uh, we'll revisit this um, after the season then. Huh? Usually about November is when we revisit this, after the World Series.
1: Yeah, we don't really have any World Series-related ones, so we could possibly do it earlier than that. But yeah, like October, November for sure. Yeah. Um, one one update in progress jack uh hayden was is currently at 438 with oh, his wow. era okay he's uh, pitching a, a gem out in oakland uh out in oakland um but you know that's that's um not that rare of a feat i suppose
0: sure especially against that team what's the score yeah. of that game
1: 6-1 cubs bottom of the seventh the cubs have also had like i think they're like one for three in stolen bases. So they're bringing, they're helping bringing down that average as well, which is mm, helping yeah, me out. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. What is Oakland? I think Oakland's like three and 13 or something like that. They so are three not, and 13. Yeah. Oof. Not, not good. Um, okay. Uh, well, I think this is going to wrap this one up. Uh, it, weather permitting, we're going to be going to the, uh, Cubs Dodgers game on Friday of this week. It, the, the forecast is clear right now. So it looks like it's going to happen. Um, yeah. we'll be back with all the action from that game
1: yeah it was eighty degrees over the weekend and now it's like forty and and it was snowing less it was people woke up to snow today, so go figure it's it does it does say it's high fifties for friday um so and then forecast is for rain at night, so I think we'll be okay but um yeah as long as it's not forty degrees on Friday, I'll be okay
0: agreed. Um, Okay, well, that is going to wrap it up for this one. For Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Denisio. See you next time. Later.